she's 90 my tag Just letting it all hang out She's a friend House Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit My name is Ben Lomas And sitting next to me is a man who is still living the Loki dream. It's the one and only, as Bert Newton said, I can't help saying it, Dilruk Jaya Sinanananana. It is. Hello, hello, uh, everyone. It is still on the Logies. I, um, uh, this is the, like three days ago, two days ago was the Logies, and I'm still all excited. I've got zero sleep, but I'm very excited we have a guest in here, Ben Lomas. Yes, we do. We well, apparently you don't have. I thought you said you have an intro for this. No, no, no. Fuck! I love this podcast. <laughs> good work, ladies guys. and gentlemen. Our guest for this eve, uh, this this episode is our very good mate. Probably Ben, I would agree would agree with me. Is one of the uh, perceived to be the fittest, one of the fittest units in this uh, industry and best looking. Now oh, that's me, man. It. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, our very good mate, Dave Thornton. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, Hey, Dill, did Bert give you any mentorship? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his dressing room was locked and he mentored the shit out of me. Now... Many of your listeners who possibly be fans of the Dum Dum Club, yes, we were watching it live. We were streaming it live. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the thing was, it wasn't on that loud on the TV because right. it would cause a bit of trouble with the streaming. So we had the um, subtitles on. Yeah, right. you know the, the tele was it tele teleprompter tele yeah. tele no telecast um, telecast. Um, but yeah, and when Bert was up there and he just dropped poof. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> no, surely not. Yeah. Surely yeah. he couldn't have said that. Uh, and on said the day, it. he said he was like, oh, who is that old poof or whatever? And I, on the day, I was like, oh, Jesus. Like, everyone's like, I know. And we didn't even know that how much worse it was going to get. But here's the funny thing I was saying to Ben in the previous episode that we just recorded is that I, when he got to the thing about the mentorship that Graham Kennedy used to, like, uh, you know, in, con, convert, uh, um, that he used to, quote, unquote, mentor people and lock the dressing room. Yeah. When he made that joke, I was blacked out. Like, as in, as in I, I, I suddenly hit me like, oh, my God. My category is about to come up, and I started freaking out about it. So I actually missed the entire gag. Ah. And there was this this model from uh, I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here sitting next to me, and she was just vaping, and a whole bunch of just <laughs> vape smoke just flew out of her nose. Hey, yeah, I know, I know. Don't don't get don't get me started. <laughs> what that's the so hell? that's so Gold Coast. Isn't it? I know vaping at an awards night, and just like Jesus. this puff of vape just fell out, and that's when I realized something's happened, and everyone's like, "Oh, oh God, oh no, oh no, whatever." And so that that's when were I, people groaning? Yeah, like it was so uncomfortable. But I think people more were still caught up with how when Husey was doing his uh, opening monologue, he, you know how he always goes, oh, no, I love it. No, no, Tracy Grimshaw, I love her. Well done. He made some dumb Burke jokes and he kept saying, I love Don, I love Don, I love Don, not realizing that he probably shouldn't say that he loves oh, my someone who's been outed as a sexual predator. <laughs> yeah. Because no. he was very loose and he's uh, like, it was he, he went a bit off uh, off script. script. and Yeah, but even in fact, he said he forgot a whole chunk about Grant Denyer that he was meant to do some jokes about that, you know, who eventually won the whole Thing. So he's really kicking himself that he forgot the Denya gag. Man, it was a tight twenty though off the top. Yeah, well, it felt like twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> like it was a big, it was a big set. Man, yeah. I, I saw him on Wednesday at the Fun House. So that's three days beforehand. Dave, Dave room, yeah. in Fairfield in Melbourne. Uh, that is 
you know, it's like a local pub, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You perform there. It feels like everyone is about lives about two hundred meters from right. the pub. Yeah, right. Everyone's everyone knows neg- each other. Everyone knows O'Neill's material. Like it's a he knows and it's, his- and it's all O'Neill's age. Everyone's negatively gearing their property. They've all retired <laughs> at fifty five. <It's laughs> so true. It's just they're just enjoying a night of comedy, right? Right. right. And then you back to the community, and they're so Fairfield because they're drinking red wine and they have got vegan leather shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? But Husey was there and he was working out some of the material. Yeah. But he was acting. Like he was in the room at that evening. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, He's looking out, just going, "Oh yeah, so Carl's here." Yeah, everyone's going, "What?" They're looking at each other. What are you talking about? That's uh, so great. But I guess that's the way to kind of approach it. You tell? Did he actually tell people, "Hey, I'm going to practice my logies"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I think that would be a fun way to kind of get the crowd of that comedy night excited about it. Just imagining that they're in the logies or whatever, going, "Oh, Carl's here, and Tracy Grimshaw's here." Well, I, I did it two, two years ago when he did it. He was doing the lounge, and, I, and this was through festival time. And so mm. it was me, Adam Rosenbach, Dave Callan, and then Husey would pop in every night. And after the first week, like I would announce it because I was MC. I was like, yeah, we've got someone. Just trying some stuff out. Like, just put your hands together for Dave, uh, Dave O'Neill. Dave, uh, Dave Hughes. Dave Hughes. And people go just go crazy, right? Sure. And then after the first two weeks, it was like, oh, you've got this down pat. But he'd still rock up and oh. practice. And then after a while, I was like, why are you doing it? And he goes, mate. Just love the roar of the crowd. Yeezy! <laughs> 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 well, actually, bringing this back to uh, the Fitbit bet pod, mm. um, I do like that a lot of people putting up Instagram posts is congratulating Dill on the Very much so. Yeah. But because, and Lomas, you and I know this well, yep. for some reason, photos of your comedy career, especially promo photos, never go away. Like right. you've got bad haircuts right. from 2007 that are still top of the Google image. Res- My yeah. favourite Thornton era was the the hair, the fringe that comes yeah. across. The, it's almost, <laughs> it's not quite emo, but it has a bit of an, like, you know, that. Well, it's still 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a fridge. I have a top knot. I'm, right, I'm, bringing, I'm bringing top knot back. That's so good. <laughs> but it's so funny because it's only recently that you've lost weight. So people yeah. are putting up all this. Congratulations, Dill. And you're like, oh, my God, that guy ate Dill. Like, <laughs> that is Dill after he's eaten a logie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that was the, I was saying to Ben in the previous episode, like that was one of the kind of the highlights of the night for me was the number of like big name people that I didn't even know were aware of anything I've done to come and say, hey, you look like you lost a lot of weight. I was like, Did that include the model vaping? <laughs> she had no clue. She was... <laughs> She, I don't think she even knew she was at the Logies. I think she thought she was still at the jungle in South Africa or whatever. She's waiting, waiting to eat ostrich shit. Man, she was fucking yelling during the in memoriam. Like, why would you? Yes, who is this? Uh, I forget. Uh, I mean, if you go to I'm a Celebrity, whoever the contestants were from this year was one of the models or whatever. She was crazy. She was here for fun. Like, I got along great guns with her, but she was. That shit crazy. And oh. it was, and especially during the memorial thing, she's just talking to me and I'm, I literally had to tell my back to her so that if the cameras pick it up, you it know, looks like I'm ignoring her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, it's, oh, it's, anyway, it was, it was, it was incredible. But also at the same time, it was like, fuck, that was good timing that I lost the weight. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, it had that added level of excitement with all the photos or whatever that are coming out from the day. Well, and, and also in the way that like you said, set up, the, the pictures, you, it was only half like it was like it was framed. It was, you know, it was so on, on the stage there was like screens of like each of the nominees' faces yeah. or whatever and it, it was only half the face. Yeah, but uh, half the face. But with the other one is most of the faces fit in. But because it was an old photo of yours, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it looked like it chopped your cheeks off on either end. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just like your eyes and nose and then this oh, big man. grin. Yeah, no, it was, it was very ah. exciting. But, man, so we've uh, – it's funny that you have you in the, for this pod because we kind of – I uh, just realized we feel like we've had this chat ages ago, about two, three years ago when I did a Channel 31 show yes. called – Deals Roundtable or whatever, and I had Ben Lomas, Dave Thornton, and Carl Chandler, and we discussed fitness and comedy in this in that episode. Yeah, because one of my main reasons of getting you uh, on Thornton was some because you've managed to be consistently fit in this industry, and Ben and I have the yo-yoing issue. So let's get straight into it. Here how the go. fuck are you in the shape that you're in? <laughs> yeah, as a dad, uh, how old's your daughter? Two, almost two. And almost uh, two. yep, yep, right, and. <laughs> Lomas, you know this. You work with months until it gets close to two, and then your mates have had ass of you yeah. giving them maths problems. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you, like, you have to work back. Yeah, because our, our like my son and and your daughter were born on the same day. Exact All right, same yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I remember at Nick Cody's wedding, you guys both brought the babies along, and uh, Ben, your son, looked like. <laughs> What, what, twice the size of your daughter? I think it was about, it was about that. He was, he, yeah. was, he was a big unit. Like, he came out at, at 4.2. And wow. And she's tiny. Like, because he's also, because my daughter's extremely blonde, she just looked like a snowflake that was melting. <laughs> right. Like she just, she, <laughs> you, know, you know when someone's got, like, the, a husky for a pet and they're yeah, just yeah. slobbering everywhere and you're like, they shouldn't be in this climate. Like, right, she right. constantly look like that. But both, but, but you, because you, you are, you are, you are slender in physique, so you've always been. Have you ever been fat? Uh, oh, surprise, surprise! When I backpacked, like everyone does, you go through London to get to Europe. And then how, just, how old are we at this point? Uh, 24, 25. Oh yeah, that. right, right, right. Um, but I have because I'm almost like I'm very like um, you're tall and pointy. I'm tall and pointy. So if I put on weight, it's just in the gut. Oh okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Legs and then thin arms. Yeah, and then you're just going to get it there. So were you in in school and stuff like that, being into the sports? It's all comparative, isn't it? It's like, you know how Cody always talks about how in the comedy industry he's the alpha male, but yeah. if he actually hangs out with the SAS guys, which I believe he does from time to no, time. No, he does. He does. <laughs> does he know the SAS guys? Yeah. I've never heard him talk about it. <laughs> um, and he, you know, he said it, then he's on the effeminate scale. So, like, we had a real football culture, AFL footy, at my high school in Geelong. Um, and, like, uh, numerous Geelong footballs have gone through our high school. Yeah, who? You know, uh, Stephen King, who was a Ruckman yes. <laughs> slash author for yeah. uh, <laughs> Geelong. Uh, we had uh, one of the Hands. We had oh, heaps of other guys. But, like, I never really then played footy. I played basketball, but it wasn't, like, because we were a very jockish school. So in that thing, I was middling. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I like how you frame your basketball. You say white chocolate's got a mad game. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. I still play and I still yeah. get So, angry. But uh, <laughs> but it was not necessarily a thing that, you know, you were sports, like, you know, like the Cody used to play, what was it, like and a gridiron and then footy and then righty's well, Anyone you get headbutt. That's yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the game. He's like, and then I went out and I crushed them. Yeah, yeah. Crushed so, them. With people- a neck that solid, that makes sense. Yeah, so. oh, totally. <laughs> you could, he could never play basketball because he wouldn't be able to turn his neck around quick enough to catch the ball. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Anything with peripheral involved yeah, in it, yeah. there's Just no way Cody could pull it off. straight in a line. <laughs> Okay, guys, netball, no, but headbutting cannons, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just fire it straight at me. But it's I, um, I do remember, though, and I look at you guys because this is – the comedy industry has changed like that. Like you've got a heap of people. You might be on road show and guys like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to exercise. Yeah. Right, so right, right, right. When I remember 2007, I was on Comedy Festival Roadshow with <laughs> – now, Harley Breen, uh, Mickey D. 
Yep. And Fiona O'Loughlin. Right. Now, I know their lives have changed now. Yes, yes. But at, at the oh time, they were some of the biggest uh, drinkers. drinkers in the biz, I reckon. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, and even to Fee's own admission, this is, this was, I'm hiding alcohol fee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this yeah is, right. I'm not letting everyone know I've emptied the minibar fee. Right. Yeah. Mickey had his shock of hair and was just taking copious amounts of drugs. And he had 2018 Dilruk hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's the bizarro world to what you're doing. Right? <laughs> he was skinny for all the wrong reasons. Right, right. It was the other way around. And then Harley, by then, was he was a big drinker as well. But I'd go for runs, and then I'd be like, "Oh, Hollywood! Oh, Hollywood's going for a bit of a bloody run, is it?" <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they would just shit on me for doing any exercise, but I just couldn't be in the Tarago, especially we were in Western Australia. So you're just in like light plains to Taragos to whatever oh, to get man. you there. Yeah. And I was like, I'll go nuts. Mentally, go right, do yeah. something. And they were all like, oh, fuck, all right, mate. Like, what's wrong just, with you? Just making you feel bad that you're trying to do something, like, good with yourself while you're on tour. Yeah, just do something movement-wise. Yeah, yeah, Because otherwise yeah. it's just semi but, but it's funny now because now on Roadshow, you're right, there is definitely a change of culture. So I was with, like, Ben Knight and Nick Cody, and we'd then start the day with a run, and then there'll be another group who'll do some yoga and, you know, there's like a conscious effort to try and get a little bit of activity, physical activity. And you still drink and, and you know, eat ch- like crappy food. But at least at a minimum, that thing that you were doing on your own has now become part of the, the culture within it. Yeah. Have you noticed a change in the comedy industry oh, man, in general? It's huge. Yeah. Huge. It's huge because a lot of people like even think, you know, I've been off booze for 10 months. I never thought I'd ever do that in my life. Right. And then but heaps of people now it's like, oh, you know, because we've lost weight, there are a lot of other comedians going, shit, if they can do it. Yeah. Like yeah. if those two can do it. Then- we've talked about how like we because you and I were, especially in the podcast side of things, were like a good punchline for being fat. Yeah. It is now like a real reality check for a lot of people that we lay le- way less than them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I almost reckon too, that's why in that Channel 31 show was us three and Carl, and Carl didn't turn up to this one because he's got no fodder left. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that his contribution on that TV show was, you're fat, you're fat, I'm done! <laughs> that was all that he was doing. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so so because, yeah, when you finish high school as well, though, like, again, was that something that you, a lot of people tend to put on weight after that, like once you start to go into real. Well, Especially when you travel. Yeah. Yeah, and I did, well, again, because I was a late grower, like as in I was, well, I was probably was still, when I was in TAFE, was still, I still grew about three inches or so. And then Where we're high, talking, that's yeah, so way that, late. So I was still like a tapeworm, do you know what I mean? I could still just consume and shit it out ah, and be like, oh, this the is never going to happen. Back the, yeah, 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 yeah. But then it was probably 23, 24, where it just all came down to a grinding halt. Right, right, right. <laughs> and See, I, I can't even imagine, I've known you now, what, eight years, and I still can't imagine you even being fat. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, oh, even, sorry, like even slightly out of shape. Yeah, well, no. um, yeah, because we have talked about this before, but the, but even you, you go through phases where you're you're always skinny, but then you'll bulk up a bit, like you'll you'll get a bit fitter. Like I noticed, whether it's this year or well, you actually look. I don't know whether you've been training or doing something. So let's get into it. Let's get in. What what do you do now? What's your rate? anyway? How can I be you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's- <laughs> It's so funny that in this podcast is the nicest you guys have. Like, we're all mates. But this does feel so nice. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point, exactly. We're so used to hanging shit on each other that it's like, what's happening here? This is a little so bit good. too earnest and sincere. But, yeah, but, but honestly, what, what do you reckon you'd do well, now? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll concede when I used to go to the gym when I first started, it was all vanity. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. 
You know what I mean? Right. Like they could, oh, it's for health. It's for health. And you're like, yeah. nah. It's not like you have a face that's pretty or anything. You've got to get the rig up. <laughs> yeah, you're a prawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost caught my vape up. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing is, I always used to do those diets of like it was, it was the carbless like diet to mm. a T. Because right. I actually, this is true. This started off. I played a role in Bed of Roses like a decade ago. That's What's right. What's Bed of Roses for those? Of us oh, that don't know? Google it now, people. Google it now. Google it for my haircut. <laughs> oh, it was a series that was on the ABC with Kerry Armstrong. Yeah, and it was like after Sea Change. This was almost this drama or comedy drama, right? And it was like Tree Change. It was like they all moved to the country. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and they all did that, and uh, it was ahead of its time for property prices were rough its tits. <laughs> <laughs> It was great. And uh, and I was her wayward son who was this footballer who'd done his knee in and gone across to Western Australia but now had come back in shame. And yeah. Was oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, Eastbound and down. Of- yeah. Well, right, right. well, to be honest, it was Ben Cousins. Who t- it was around the time Ben Cousins. So it was like, oh, come back. Oh, Jesus, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it went full De Niro. Where I was like, yeah, I'll cut my hair. How do you want it, guys? Like, and I'll yeah, go to yeah, the gym yeah. and I'll do all that and have the protein shakes and did all this shit. But if right. you look at me, none of that worked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah um, he's still rake thin. I've got blonde tips. Look, it's just fucking horrendous. The blonde tips are... Oh, i got to oh, see this. Brutal. Okay, okay. But then I kept it up with the guy and I was eating. Like My my old housemate still give me shit about it. Like if I say on a Sunday was hungover, rather than just getting Maccas, I would get a full roast chicken from the supermarket and oh. just eat that yeah. with sweet chilli sauce on it, like on my own. Like they come home, they're like, there's just a plate of me in a carcass and grease all over my face because I'm like, it's just protein, it's no carbs, good for you. <laughs> and, and then Kerry Armstrong's still in character going, come on, come on, you can do better, yeah. come on. <laughs> and I kept that up, but that's just so bad for your colon. You shit like once a week because yeah. you just <laughs> got no, you've got no foliage getting anything through or Right, whatever. right, right. And immediately you don't have any fat on you. And I realised too if I'd play basketball or go for a run, you had no energy. Like yeah. It would take three minutes. This is like, because you were really? zero carbs. Because you had no carbs. Yeah. Yeah, so right. even if you're all skinny and got no fat on you, you're just like, I can't think. And But you could nap all the time, which is a, right in a comedian's wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't hold a full-time job, but you could do the funnies. But then um, and then it just kind of morphed where I will admit meeting Nikki, my partner, she's, she's pretty good with health. She's vegetarian, but she's also just a weapon. Like she would ride 30Ks a morning to work and – yeah, yeah, kind of stuff. And it's just part amazing. of her DNA, isn't it? Like, yeah, and, she's and she's got like she was the one that introduced me to running. She could wax me. Oh, so you weren't a runner? No, nah, because I was oh. real lanky and I kind of because I played basketball, I hopped when I ran. Yeah, 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 and that's really bad for your calves. Like we were talking about this in the previous episode about because Ben can play squash, uh, no dramas, but if he goes for a run, he he struggles. So what do you, we were trying to figure out why that might be the case. So you reckon it's because you're on your toe? Like Ben was saying, it might be on his toes. Yeah, because he used to play basketball. Yeah, 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 he used to play heaps. Yeah, and I just think well, like with that, it teaches you. It, like you should run on your toes, just not jump, if you yeah. know what I mean. It's kind of like a traction thing. Right. You should be pulling yourself along but not bobbing up and down. And basketball, you, 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 it's, it's, actually, it's very similar to squash. You're just running back and forth. You're doing like three steps there, three steps there. Right. You know, round the back, reverse layup, whatever. But, <laughs> but you know, baseline king, that's what they call me. Um, <laughs> You know, um, a reserve under 18's Tigers. Don't want to harp on about it. Fuck, um, I want to join this riff, but I don't know anything about basketball. Uh, what, Michael what Jordan, do? 23. I, I was, I mean, I what is it, table tennis in your country? What do <laughs> people do? Cricket, mate. No, and, it's always cricket and, and tea. And badminton. Five days to never get your heart rate up. <laughs> 
Um, the, the, the dots are all getting joined. <laughs> the national sport is where you can get someone to run for you if you don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. oh, that is so good. That's so awesome. Oh. Stand in a field for five days and break for tea. Yeah. yeah. And I, I played. I, I played three teams at one stage, which drove my parents insane because then I'd have training three days a week and then games three days a week. So that's six days a week where Dad had to drive me somewhere. And then I played a reserves, like a reserve. So I, I, I would be like, Dad would drive me out all the way out to Dramana and oh. watch me play for five minutes while you know everyone else who plays in the state team and then drive back. He fucking hated it. Good, good Dad. Oh, good mate. Dad. That's great, so, chatting. My Dad would. We played on a Friday night, just even like. Um, just with mates, like it wasn't an official league. Yeah, and my dad was like, "Oh, Friday, I'm at the pub, shit sandwich." And Mum just had to drive every Friday. He had no idea how I was going in it. It was just like weekend. I'm not doing anything as far as parenting is concerned. So good, so good. Um, so, so Nikki got you into running. Yeah, and then uh, how does that like as in what she? So she was a daily runner, or it's not daily, but like a regular runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll concede, I'm really bad like this. Nikki gives me all this advice, and I'm like, "What do you know?" And then it just takes one of my mates who's run a half marathon to be like, mate, you should run more evenly and not bob up and down. I'm like, that makes sense. And she's like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Yeah, this is the patriarchy again. Yeah. It's like a woman says that she doesn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what are you doing, love? Sorry, leave the running up to men, please. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, so I just learned, well, it's also touring and stuff. You can just put on a pair of sneakers and run out. Well, that's door. been the – that's yeah, why I'm can, enjoying it because even with – like, again, going back to Roadshow, you're in so many weird towns. You don't know if there's a gym in, around or anything like that, but in, there's always somewhere to run. Yeah, and I'll, sometimes you're running away from a junkie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're running away from the locals shout after out, the gig. Shout out. Sorry. Shout out to Mildura. <laughs> you think this is bad, but look at my Fitbit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I remember I remember in Western Australia when the guys were ragging on me, like, you know, you're at the north of Western Australia, which in equal measure is amazing and a shithole. Yeah. Right. You know, right. Port yeah, Hedland is a shithole. But if you go running along a road and it's just this red earth, yeah. you gotcha. know, you'll see this one cagey-looking lizard, I don't know what it is, just sprint across the road and it's stuff. It's exciting. running yeah, yeah, at yeah. sunset and you're like, this is amazing. And in a couple of hours, I may get raped by some guy. <laughs> but, but, you know, so... It's a beautiful view. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Um, it's um, really red desert now. <laughs> <laughs> we call this safety words stretch. Okay. Um, and... One book, I only read it recently, uh, which was, uh, I had a Kindle till I lost it, and yep. I wanted to read Born to Run, the Bruce Springsteen story. Uh, okay. yep. But then when I looked it up, there's another book called Born to Run, which is about this guy's hunt. He's he's into running and wants to become an ultra marathon runner. Right. And they're trying to find this tribe in the south of Mexico called the Tarahumara, who allegedly um, run, like the entire tribe, and I'm saying as soon as you can walk, you get taught how to run, and right. they will run. 20 miles, 50 miles. The guys in What's peak, that in kilt? Like, we're talking like a marathon. So here, double yeah, that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And they'll just, even the guys who were like, you know, say in their like 30, yeah. they'll run like 150 Ks. Just because yeah. they can. Right, right. So and they're then, trying to study how that develops. And he taught, and this whole book. Are I, they running to somewhere in particular? Or? No, yeah, that's get the whole some thing. tacos. I mean, it was on special. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> that's what they do. You know, that's all that culture is known for. <laughs> 
tacos and tequila. Let it not be said you don't do your research here. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You run 150Ks, you go, oh, you know what? Oh, I feel like a burrito. Let's yeah. run back. Yeah. <laughs> they really are a mad mix. <laughs> oh, and so, done. Yeah, we've peaked. But, um, but yeah, I've, I found a really interesting book because he also talks a lot about those bits about the barefoot running thing. Which, right. Yeah, I don't get that. What is it? I don't understand. Well, it's just it's, running without shoes and how that how that works. Is it? Sure, but also the idea. If you've noticed, running shoes now are a lot flatter because okay. allegedly um, oh, the whole thing is supposedly our feet are built to take the pressure of running. Okay. Yeah. If, if you're your whole life have run in one way or the other you should be able to just take the pressure of your body weight yeah. with no help. Like, okay. uh, like as in they cover their feet in leather, but as far as like trying to absorb shock, yeah, your right. feet are built for it. Yeah, totally. But, I mean. They- but when you see people barefoot running, and I have seen it around where people go around Prince's Park here in Melbourne. Oh, is and- that a thing? Yeah, and it's like they run on the grass, but it's like. You know, it takes one step to, on a rock or is it worth it? Like, I, I well, don't know. Well, that's the thing because, like, this in this tribe, who actually do exist throughout the book, not to ruin it, but then it's like, yeah, they've been doing it since they were born. So we, right. we, we, we've been, you know, you get to 30 and you've never done it and now you right. try it. They're yeah. not like, looking at the Couch to 5K app at the age of 33 <laughs> like I did. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. if they did have that, they wouldn't run 150Ks, they'd just get Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get, get them to run. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of, but it does inspire you to run and then talks a lot about the physiology. So that happened around the same time. No, no, that was only something that happened recently. No, no, but I was just, yeah, my mates, weirdly enough, I've gotten to an age of realise, and Lomas, I don't know if your mates are all the same, my mates now are becoming dads are healthier than I've ever known them. It is 120% true. How old are you, Donald? Like, I'm 38. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I've known mates since, I've hung out here in Melbourne since the mid-20s. And I'm saying we've done shit to our bodies. Yep. That, <laughs> you know, just what we would take in, food, drink, Otherwise, and then they just you know because you can't beat a, a kid's routine is early mm. you can't beat that, and then they're just all these guys that are like, fuck it, I'm going to train for a marathon. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Right, just right, right. On. One of my mates summed it up though. He 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 started getting fit, but it was the only way he could get time to himself and justify it. Yeah. So he was just like, I'm going to get that fit. I'm going to train for a marathon. Because uh, I really enjoy time to myself. <laughs> right, right. And, then, and you can't you can't say you're going to go to the pub because like oh fuck off. But know. that's that's a thing that isn't it with parents that you're trying that like people are trying to understand that starting to understand that as parents you guys need a little bit more time to yourselves than you realized or whatever like just actually allocate yourself a little bit of me time. And also you're modeling. That's the big one. You're modeling yes. to your to your child. You want to be fit. You want to be ah, healthy. That- of course. That's yeah. the big one. Which I agree because and a lot of this comes from the partners. I don't know how you go, Ben. It's exactly but like, like Nikki's, Nikki's level of trying to feed good food to Frida is off the charts. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, toast again it is. Like I just yeah. – yeah, 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 yeah. to her – if she has toast more than once in a day, she's going to flip her lid. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, so she's, right. like, she's like, it's too much bread. I'm like, yeah. Or she and, could just and, have plain spaghetti and she'll be fine. But, yeah, <laughs> excuse me. But, you know, with, with that, you then go, well, if I'm cooking, you know, a sweet potato and cauliflower mash for the kid, I might as well just cook some fish and then we'll have that mash as well. Yeah. And we'll all eat it. Yeah. Right. Because if you eat the same as your kid, you're modeling, going, oh, well, this is delicious. This is delicious. You'll eat it as well. Right. If you start preparing different meals, 
because uh, Josh Earl once said it beautifully. He's like, you know, any kids go through phases, but he was saying he went through a phase where his kid only ate macaroni. And if you keep doing that, there's a point where your kid will only eat macaroni and then to yeah. try and get them off it. It's like, you know, me with the goji berries. They turn into junkies. They'll have nothing but macaroni, toast, bananas, and sultanas. Right, right, right. Exactly. So- and I think I was, I was going to say, as someone uh, who had a mum who thought, you know, growing child means you need to just gr- make them grow left and right, like sideways yeah, and yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think Nikki, good, good on her for trying to make uh, introduce some sort of control early on because we think that you know we shouldn't compromise on you know if a child's hungry wants to have snack whatever just let him have it because yeah. you just want them to shut the fuck up sometimes and what does your freezer look like is it is it just filled with healthy snacks yeah and i will i will concede this is nikki to a t yeah because i actually i was never a good cook either like like that was telling you like i would cook a piece of beef and then roast I don't know, half a capsicum and be like, sweet, that's dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, no, you need more than this. And so we've got frozen berries in there. Yeah. We've got, she's made vegetable stock, so that's all sitting in there. Yeah. It gets mixed into Whoa. everything. She's, oh, the kid's frozen foods, which is like, as in frozen, just she's made a casserole thing or a lamb stew and it's just sitting there in its own frozen containers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you're saying the key to uh, fitness is just an awesome partner. <laughs> just it gets yeah. you into running. <laughs> <laughs> but then it say that. Because how long have you guys been together for? Like five years. Five years. Because Mara and I have been uh, on off together for about 23 years. So she's seen That's me- Michael Jordan's number. Yeah, it That's, is. I know and basketball. Sport. Sport. <laughs> reference. I, I, it's funny. I am Michael Jordan. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, right. No, but the thing is Maya seen me- She's tried all that. She's tried to you know, get me healthy, get me to do exercise. And it was that thing where she's really healthy. She was vegan for ages. And I was like, man, whatever. Mm. And then it's not until it, I convinced myself. Like It's, it's not until thing. you had a bet with a made that you want to yeah, do yeah. steal <laughs> until, money off. Yeah, until money was involved. But now I'm the same because I like even in my like because do you, I do the secret eating occasionally where if you do want to have like a piece of chocolate, you eat in the cupboard. And O'Neill was talking about this as well. That there's a point where your kids get old enough that they'll see. It was like, what are you doing in the in the cupboard there, Daddy? Nothing, nothing. Just eat, <laughs> just eating chocolate. <laughs> but but I get that as well because Nikki even like just for. Like, I'll just have hummus and bickies. But then Nikki goes, oh, don't give it to Frida. She's about to get this <laughs> unbelievable organic meal. Yeah, so yeah. I'm eating the crackers in the cupboard. And she's just like, bicky, bicky, bicky. Fucking rat. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> they throw you under the bus Snitches all the time. get <laughs> Snitches, Frida. Snitches are not getting yogurt. <laughs> Snitches get Snickers. <laughs> That's how it works out. But, yeah, it, it, it's... And you've also got to lay the tracks for it. I mean, we were just before this podcast, I was telling you how I'm looking at a $2,000 bike. Yeah, boy. Yeah. But Nikki goes, you barely ride. My theory is, no, I'll get it. And yeah. then I'm just going to be hammering it everywhere. That's going to be Which, so good. Uh, you might be like, so are you someone then, well, going back a little bit, so the running was there where you started studying. I remember when you told me you went to your trip to Sri Lanka, you were talking about climbing that massive mountain, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Adam's Peak, and I was like, yeah, good luck with that. But you were like, oh, man, it was awesome. Like, <laughs> ugh, I hate fit people. <laughs> <laughs> man, but, but you know the weird thing about that? So Adam's Peak, right, Lamas, is this, I mean, it's, the, a, it's the a bit myth, touristy theory, now, yeah, but the yeah. myth is you go up to the top of the mountain, that's the closest you'll get to heaven. And so a lot of Sri Lankans and, feel blessed that they can go up there. Yeah. And a lot of like there's different theories. So the, the, the Catholics believe that that's the Garden of Eden. That's yeah. at the top. That's why Adam, as in Adam and Eve, that, that Adam. And whereas the Buddhists believe there's a footprint of Lord Buddha, I think the Muslims have another belief. Oh, no, Muslims, I think it's Adam again or whatever. Either way, there's a, you know, yeah. each have their interpretation. Yeah. So it's a 
quite a religious kind of journey, but tourists get involved. And did you well. get someone else to climb it up for you? Yeah, I got. Yeah. I, I paid an Uber man, <laughs> an Uber Uber driver to just do it for me. Now the Logie's the tip. Mate, yeah. I'm a big, I'm yeah. a big cargo. Okay, I'm, a, I'm on that crime cash. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but one thing was amazing was because I mean it's a developing country in it, so it just smells like piss every step on the Whoa, way. Whoa, wait, it's, wait, it's hey, this is my home country that you're talking about, mate. Call a spade a spade. It is a toilet. I don't think we're allowed to use the word spade anymore. <laughs> Oh, come on, birds! <laughs> what? What? This is an offhand comment. Yeah, what is doing? Okay, okay, um, fair but, enough. All right, I, I haven't been to Adam speaking since I was like you know ten or whatever, so I can't remember if it's not like piss or not. But yeah, but so but there are mothers because they think it's great to bring your newborn child up there because it's a blessing from ah, whichever yeah. god you're bowing to. Yeah. yeah, and so we're heading up there, and you know, Nicky and I were in. Good, it was before Frida. We were in good shape. We kind of had it all, you know, brought all the hiking shoes and all the right gear and whatever. And there's just women who you go, well, I'm assuming you're its mother, which means you've just recovered in one way or other. And this child is, you know, but I mean, it's not like I'm going <laughs> to look at their faces and go, hey, well, that one. But you go, okay, two months old. Wow, right. And these mothers That's are like, phenomenal. got to get to the top. Yeah. And how high is it? Like oh is. man, I, I've only done it once, and I passed out when I got to the top. I think I just I told my I told my granddad who was like uh, because for us it was the Buddhist side of things. I'm like I'm just gonna go over there and meditate, and I just slept, and he cracked his shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said he, he was so angry at me. He's like I can't believe you lied to the you know whatever the god or whatever that is. Yeah, whichever one it is. But yeah. that's impressive if people got that motivation. So like, you just believe that this would be you know God will look down on your child. So you're just like. Let's do it. That's three, amazing. Three Ks up a hill. Three Ks. I reckon it would be about that. It's it's, it's insane. It's and you, um, you, you talk about this in your stand-up as well, Thornton, that once you started seeing Nikki, that there was more like hikes and stuff like that that you started doing, yeah. bushwalking. Well, that's all that stuff as well where I was like, <laughs> this sounds really good. This feels really good. But then when we did, I was like, oh, it's actually yeah. great. <laughs> you know, if you're stressed as well. Yeah. Like, you guys – well, you talk about this podcast, meditation, stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we we, we talked that. about transcendental meditation in the last one. I started <laughs> doing TM. T- yeah, TM. Yeah, I started Transcendental It's so hard. Or by the sounds of things, napping, as you call it. TM, yeah, transcendental napping. But, you know, it's hard because you've got to sit still and you're watching your brain go bananas. But if you hike, it's almost like you're – you're walking at the pace your brain's working at. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's not stressful and you're out in the bush and you don't even have time to look at your phone. And to be honest, I found after when I was doing breakfast radio, at the end of every year, we'd just do a couple of days hike. Mm. And I'm like, hey, it's all gone. It's all yeah, gone. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow, right. It's a reset. Yeah. I was yeah, this actually not quite related, but remind me. I, I love talking to you about this. Uh, you have a very clear, specific, like a playlist of songs when you go on your run sometimes. What's your, what are your favorites? There's the Eminem one. Um, Lose till yourself? I, t- no, till I collapse. Oh, no, till, till I, I collapse. collapse. Twenty seconds. When the roof comes out. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> I admit that's on my Actually, mind. actually, I forgot. I've been meaning to bring this on the podcast up for like three months. There was uh, maybe I did. I don't know, but uh, there was a, a day I went for my run straight after a PT session, and my legs were cooked. So, and, I'm, and it's my uh, run where where I'm in the Carlton Gardens is a bit of an uphill start. Yeah. And a minute in, I. Quit like I actually just couldn't. Like, I was just so tired. Maybe maybe two minutes I pushed through, 
and because I have all these different apps running, I have the the Couch to 5K app, I had the yeah. Strava app, or whatever. Tinder, I had to switch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Tinder <laughs> as I'm running. What's the posture? But I had to switch all of them off one by one, and it felt like such a loser move to have to shut everything down. I'm like, fuck, I'm not gonna give up. Yeah. So I literally found Till I Collapse Eminem song, and I was listening to the opening lines where it's like, you feel like you want to give up, you you know, but you gotta uh, dig within you. And I'm like, yeah, man, you're yeah. right. And I fucking ran 40 minutes after that. So it's I was like, I was meant to bring song. it on the podcast. So awesome. I'm saying, if anyone out there wants a song yeah. to fire them up, get on Till I Collapse. It's the but it's that. Then the other one we talked about is Kanye's Power. Oh, mate, power is just, that's such a great, power and black skinhead. Oh, yeah. What's funny, because I do interval, so at the gym, this is basically what I do now. So I go to the gym. Just on the, just on the, sorry, just on the song again, I was going to say, there's this is, it's quite a, not quite Eminem and Kanye, but uh, that song, Gwen Stefani's What You're Waiting For, that has a good tick tock, tick tock. No, it I'm does not, well, I'm, what I'm, you I'm, waiting? What you uh, waiting? What you waiting? Dill's exercise is bananas. B a n a n a n a. My my other one on my playlist that just made me realise is um, I have um, what's her name with the dollar sign in uh, Kesha. 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 The the TikTok one, yeah, I have that one. I was just like, I'm just yeah, I'll do it again. See, now everyone's opening up, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is the hard part because for some reason I should do this on my own. Um, I have Spotify, but then Nikki's like, oh, I've got Spotify. Just sign into mine, and so my phones we're signed into the same Spotify, right? And it's hilarious because Nikki. And from the picture I painted for her, for anyone listening, they're probably like, oh, yeah, I'm sure she's very much into, you know, guitar-playing dudes with big hats that are like, oh, here's my emotions and all that kind of shit, right? And yeah. She loves Radiohead and this kind of thing. And then she just looks it up and there's just Rihanna, we found love. <laughs> all this stuff that I play at the gym, because 90s hip-hop for me too was right yep. in my wheelhouse. And also with the so, radio station you were working at, that was very much the type of songs that they'd be playing. Yeah, and but also you need BPM, so they're always going to be poppy songs. Yeah, right? yeah. Right, poppy, right. they'll be yeah, gangster rap. Right. So, you know, I've got like Forgot About Dre. Yeah. Totally. Or House of Pain Jump Around. And That's too like, much, isn't it? Yeah. Just I feel like that would be too much. Just, just do it these ones. Well, this is the thing. So this, I um, at the gym, I do three weight exercises, then I do cardio. Okay. So, yeah. Well, fuck. Let's oh, get into it. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're doing you're, the other you're, way you're, around. You're, okay. So um, I do that because I want to burn my muscles, and then when I'm doing cardio, they're really hitting it. Right. Like really yeah. Good. I go the other way. That's how so, I think. I do, I would say I always do a PD and then do the run rather no, than. I the have other to warm up. I do warm up cardio until I sweat, and then I hit the weight. How long is your warm up cardio though? Half an hour. Really? Well, that's oh no! I, I yeah. thought you meant like five minutes or like two minutes on the rowing well, machine or something. Twenty-five minutes uh, intervals on cross trainer, and then five recovery, and then hit weights. Mate, oh. that's impressive. Right? Okay. So, well, so, so what? What are the three exercises when you? So I do, and it's it's a hard exercise. I do a deadlift. I do deadlifts mm. because, like, yeah, they like they. I can't do them. You can really fuck them up. Well, yeah. Co- yeah, Cody was saying if there's one thing that kind of hits most of the body at the same time, it's deadlifts. He will always – Yeah, but it. he eats the weights afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I do it too because I still play basketball. My back – a physio told me the smaller my back's really straight, so I take all the shock in the base of my spine rather than it being curved. Oh, uh, yep. So he's like, you've got to strengthen the small of your back. Mm. And a deadlift, you're right, does all of it. does your butts, your glutes, all that stuff. So I do that. Then I do free uh, dumbbell bench press. 
because rather than just a bar across, I right. have them separate because yep. then, then your stabilizers are kicking in rather yep. than the ah, totally. yeah, yeah, right, so that right. both sides gets it. And then I do these dip things uh, mixed with a shoulder pull up. Like, you know, if you've so done a the shoulder thing? rows. So you've I got the barbell or the dumbbell? I bring cowbell. I hold a cowbell yeah. in the middle of my chest and I pull that up like a, a row. Are you saying so, cowbell? Yeah. What's a? I thought is it a kettlebell? Oh, kettlebell, kettlebell. Right, right. Sorry, <laughs> I need more cowbells. Just a guy with a big <laughs> ding, bell. Ding, <laughs> ding, ding, I'm not ding. that fat, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that comedian's back. And we don't have the heart to tell him. Ding, 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 ding. Jeez, everyone thinks ice cream's coming around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do that. It's an upright row. It's called. So it does your shoulders. Right. And you pull that up. But as I'm doing that, I then bend down uh, in a squatting then, position, then dip down to the ground. Yeah. So oh. I do it. So that's doing my shoulders oh, and, and the doing... legs. Right, right. And is that just those three, or you mix it up a bit? No, I really just do those three, oh. and then I do 20 minute interval sprints on the. Oh. Um, so how does your how, how do your sprints uh, intervals? What do you do? So like run do, for? So do twenty minutes and two ten breaks. I actually, do eighteen minutes. So it's about one minute forty eight or something. It says on it. Um, oh, so it automatically calculates for you to understand. Okay, I understood. So six k's is like the breaking speed. So that's your walking speed. Right. And then I go. Well, at the moment I'm at like thirteen and a half k's for the first sprint. Fourteen and a half k's second sprint. Oh. Fifteen and a half, sixteen and a half, and finish on seventeen and a half when you are blasting. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's when Eminem, Eminem. kicks in. Like, <laughs> because you've got the breaks in between, I then get to pick my next song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much like, I need. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. So there's a little bit of fun added to the, the whole process because you get to play with the songs as well. Like, I get to DJ. So one of my, Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get uh, Right Here, Right Now by Fatboy Slim's great, but I know that's oh, a big build-up. So I've got to give myself yeah, 30 yeah. seconds to build it up, and then you're like, let's go. <laughs> and then I rip it. But um, that's so that's okay. I've never heard of the interval. So the interval gradually increases the speed you're going to be going, and I then do does it, it come yeah. back down again, or no? Nah, I so don't. it just peak, 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 peak. It's right. interesting. So, uh, what's your beep test score? I don't. I've never done a beep I, test score. Even I though, feel like that's something I want to do. What do you? Could, I've never understood how the beep test works because I know it's so you're meant to keep running to run, one end, and then it beeps. Yeah. And then you wait there, and then when the beep goes again, you run back, and the beeps mm. get closer and closer and closer. So you start off slow, and then you end up running back and forth really quick and then it's like, you know, it's like until the beeps are too close and then someone calculate if you don't make it to the end until the beep kicks in again. Ah, uh, understood. Right, right, It's also right. a great show on Fox Footy. Fox Footy, great so, show. Um, yeah. <laughs> well attended. <laughs> well attended. <laughs> um, but so that's my own little circuit of just because. How many times a day do you, a week are you uh, in the gym? How many times I tr- oh, I don't know. Like. Lately, I can let you know there's been one to two because I'll also then try to go for a run and then I'll play basketball. Four times a week, I'm trying to do some exercise. That's great. Right, right, right you okay. know, um, But then... Because there was a time you did boxing as well? Yeah, but the hard thing is classes are fucked when you're a dad. Like, yeah. If you say, I have to be there at this time, Fuck it just earth. won't happen. Right, yeah. right, so right. So you're just like, all right, I know this takes 40 minutes. And, like, my run is based about 40 minutes from my house around Princess Park and back. Mm. And then I'm just like, yeah, when I go, I look at my clock and be like, yeah, you can. Like, I know I'll do it today. It's like, when can I do it? Because shit can just hit the fan. And that's why so many people keep continuing. <laughs> Sometimes literally me. with the yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Totally. All it needs is one explosive poo and your day is fucked because you can't drop them off at childcare because they've got, you know, diarrhea and then you get it but then you lose right. kilos. So it's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> it's all bad. Because like, Nikki does yoga and she'll do, um, 
with something like, like spin class and stuff. And it's just like, I don't know if we can do this. Yeah, it's like, oh, so there's, there's a six o'clock class and you're like, oh, she's going off her tits, the kid's screaming, yeah. you're trying to cook dinner and you're like, you're really going to leave now, are you? Because then if the mum leaves, the kid's just oh, lost. bananas. Like, right. you, mummy is first point of call, you're second in charge. Right. It's so much better that if they do eventually leave the house and they give up because mum's not coming back, then you become king of the house. But Again, it's so not all bad again. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> but, but the thing it's like people always ask me, like, why do you do it so early in the morning? Because I know they're asleep. Nothing can fuck up. Right. So that's why I've got that time. So that's why I wake up at 5.30 because then I can get it done knowing they're going to wake up at 7. You know, that's one good thing too. I mean, who knows if you're going to have kids or many kids. Oh, he who knows definitely have live? kids. Um, de- there's no I'm, way in hell Dill won't have kids. I'm, I'm sure you've sighed children every which way over the last few months <laughs> tripping down. But, but, oh, God. But the thing oh. is, um, uh, but if that's what I've noticed, if you put all these things in place, when your schedule's every which way, yes, you can go, right, I know I want to exercise. Yeah. yeah. How do I make this work? As opposed to, which I, mate, I know you guys had a competition and I know you won, Dill, mm. but if fucking Victoria Cross deserves to go out to Ben Lomas yeah, to yeah, lose yeah. weight with two kids. Come on! That is trench warfare. Like Thank that you. Is awesome. Thank it you. Thank you. I remember we, we, we were, you you and I, uh, our touring schedule synced up quite a lot this year. Yeah. We were in a lot of different states at the same time. And we actually did go, I think we posted it on the Fitbit uh, Instagram oh, as well, right, of us yeah. swimming and going for runs and shit like that. And we talked about a lot of fitness stuff there. And you even said to me, like, just the dad thing, you you reckon I was going to win. This was before the bet was even, we just started it. You, you, you backed me purely because you said, as a parent, it just fucks with it's you so much just more. crazy. And if I wish I worked out, I reckon I would have had a better chance if I knew if I could get up before the kids woke up. But then there was right. a point where Taylor was waking up at 5.30, so that fucking went out the window as well. Right. But then with gigs, is that – because I'm, I'm going to be honest, lately I've just been like, fuck, the gigs are killing me. Well, this like, is the thing. Because I don't drink anymore and and I MC a lot less, so there's that as well. Yeah. But it's like I will look – if I if I know that I am going to be a late one, then I pencil in squash, which I'll do after drop-off. So that's when I don't work up. But I, on average, I'm if I get to bed by 10.30, 5.30, seven hours is enough. And that's right. how I do it. What? Um, yeah, so for you found once the kid came in, it was just a game changer in terms of scheduling. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I mean, even basketball, I've got two teams I play for and I'm happy to one game a That's week. LA yeah, Lakers. True. Yeah. yeah. Well, now LeBron's come. Sure <laughs> money left for me. But, um, but yeah, you just, so, you've just got to work it somehow out. Yeah. And so now me and Ben brought up uh, about drinking, like we're here now, I've quit now. How, how did you find that as a, you know, in the early years, especially with comedy, there's so much partying. Man, I remember, I remember Danny McGinley being really fucked off that I said no to a free drink one time. Like we're we're all at the sit <laughs> down. Yeah, in this Bris- is our friend Camille. People might know him as the Bannerman who did the banners for the Bulldogs a uh, while. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And we were at the sit down comedy club in Brisbane. Uh, so you know, you feel like you're a bit on school camp. You're away yeah. from home. Yeah. You're having yeah. fun. And I remembered this was of a time. It was Danny, myself, and Nikki Talaka. I think of memory. No, I don't know. Wow! 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 So long ago. But yeah, and I remember just afterwards. He's like, "Do you want a beer?" And I was right into. I don't know. I said, "No, I got gym tomorrow and stuff." And I don't know what I was. And he was just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Just what a beer? He's just not gonna have a beer. 
Fuck, it's furious. Yeah, yeah. Especially because there's free grog, isn't it, in what we do? I think that's part of the reason why a lot of us lose our way a bit is because, totally. you know, when you're in uni or whatever, you're scrounging every bit of money you have to be able to, like, smuggling goon yeah. to a pub or whatever. And also at the start, you feel like you're not getting paid enough, so then you try and right. drink the same amount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bit of that. But I will concede, though, it wasn't like I was being pious. Like I, I, but I was also just a classic binge drinker. Like, yeah, during the week, I could still hold mine at a gig. It'd be yeah. Wednesday, Thursday. I'm like, no, I'm not drinking right now. But Friday comes, <laughs> right, and I'm getting absolutely cockeyed. And yeah, then, and that's yeah. Are you so are you able to back it up the next day with exercise and stuff or no? I used to, but now yeah. all your angles are taken. <laughs> like you know, sleep's running at nothing. But <laughs> also, you don't know what your child's gonna like. You don't know how they're gonna wake up. Like. Yeah. Like, they could wake up in a great mood and you'd be fine, or they could wake up wanting to murder every person in your house and then it's all hands on deck and then your partner just cracks it, leaves you, leaves you with the two kids, you haven't prepared enough meals, then you're there, then Minka throws a teddy at you, then Kaya cuts you <laughs> Well, this brings me to my, my, my next question I was going to ask you. So with, with comedy, you were doing breakfast radio, doing telly stuff, stand-up, the kid comes in, all of that. How was? Do you have a strategy for, like, mental health in terms of stress and stuff? Well, why are you laughing? No, no, no. I'm just very curious what he's going to say. But why do you laugh? Well, it's really distracting when it, you laugh. No, no, no. It's, I'll, I'll, I'll preface this. I'm very interested in the answer. But a lot of that flies out the door at that time. Like you're trying to just preserve whatever mental health you have left. Yeah, I will. Like, again, Nikki took me to the promised land. But I will admit, if you look at, if you can get photos of me throughout my, like, <laughs> breakfast radio tenure. Yeah. I didn't put on weight, but you'll notice that I went a little like, is this man trying to live up in the hills in a cave? Like I grew a beard, my hair, uh, my yeah, hair grew that's out. right. I was a bit like, and I've talked to other people in Breakfast Rate about this before. They're like, it pushes you to weird, like <laughs> you're trying to find spirituality. It's almost like you're asking God, how do I get through this without fucking losing my mind? Yeah. Right. And Nikki was like, I think meditation's good for you. And that's when we went to Sri Lanka, which you don't have, you can do it anywhere. But I'm like, oh, well, if I'm going to learn meditation, I want to do it up in a mountain like Batman. I'm yeah. going to do this. <laughs> and you did it You did it in one of those 10-day uh, uh, camps. Vipassana, yeah, yeah, 10 days of silence. You don't talk at all, is it? No. Are the two of you together? Two of us together. Didn't talk to each other for 10 days? Yeah. No, and but it's but it's different. They go to different areas. Well, well, yeah, but we do congregate into the same hall, but it's eyes down don't look at him. Like, it's a weird kind of handmade So you, don't, you didn't interact, interact with Nikki for the 10 days, No. So you but, didn't have sex in silence? Well, <laughs> well, this, well, is, the, this yeah. is a funny thing. I always I used to do it as a bit where it's like we wanted to do it before the kid turned up and we did. And then you're like, <laughs> which day was it? Day 11. No, you worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to rickshaw the fuck out of there to a hotel. So uh, we've joked about this before, but essentially Frida was uh, made in Sri Lanka. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> we know that 100%. But, and so, you know, I was trying to do that, the meditation, and trying, I was still putting on, like, it's funny, I wasn't, I, had, I was carrying a bit of weight then because you just eat a lot because I was so tired and I was just so, you know, like you would say, okay, I'm having porridge, but the bowl of porridge, like, Fee, my co-host, used to just get into me. She's like, what is that? And be half a tub of yogurt and banana. I'm like, it's still good for me. Yeah. you're just compensating for your sleep. Right. You just want to eat. Right. And like, you know, then you would have two coffees, you would have... Just all those little angles that you might have when you're dieting and you're exercising, you don't have. How did you do that with a newborn? Mate, it was it was genuinely yeah, it was all over the shop. But the, the only thing was is your routine was in place. There's one thing about that with breakfast radio is you just yeah. routine, routine, right. routine. Right. To the point of nausea. Like you can't do you know yeah. weekends are like, I gotta sleep, I gotta sleep. Yes. I gotta yeah. do all that. And, and Nikki would concede, she'd be like, No, no, you've got to do that. And that was the early days of Frida where Nikki was breastfeeding the whole time. 
So you don't get you don't have to feed her with the bottle. She oh, was the one getting the up. She was the hero. Yep. So for the first six months as a dad, you're just like, well, if the house is clean, I'm doing a good job. I'll change right. it. I'll feed her. I'll do all that stuff. But yep. kind of getting up's a bit redundant if she's breastfeeding. Yeah. It's not like I mean, I'll admit I didn't ask for that, but you're like, he bit there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's totally. We were the same with both of our kids. Like, I mean, we wanted to get at tail on the bottle, and Maya will say I didn't try hard enough. <laughs> But it's that thing where it's like if you if you if you if you you know you use the breast pump and then you then you <laughs> then you then you can feed then as a dad you can feed the baby but sometimes they don't go to the bottle so therefore we don't have to wake up and I had right. that with both kids. I mean it was funny for me because with breakfast radio Nikki was like yeah, well, you're the only one working it's early fair enough yeah, yeah like yeah, you yeah. know this we can't be both wrecked. But then when I quit the radio, it's like, all right, champion. Guess what? And uh, I was like, you're off the bench and now I get me in, coach. And, I've, and one good thing about doing four years breakfast radio was it did get me ready for how to function without sleep. Yeah. And then the kid came on and I was like, okay, I've done this before. Right, right. Because yeah. well, this, this is, so going back to the original question, do you have any specific strategies with mental health? Man, I do try to get onto meditation, but like that was, that, that, that got you to. After the Vipassana, I could do an hour, right? And then it's so. What do you mean, quick. an hour of meditation? An hour of meditation. That's right. impressive. It is. It's like boot camp with meditation, but you don't think you're going to do it, but by day 10, you're like, I can do an hour. And I could do 20 minutes like that. Yeah. And, right. And I did 10 minutes this morning. Now, this is what, three, four years after I did that Vipassana. So what? I did 10 minutes and I struggled through every minute of it this morning. Yeah. So what is, <laughs> what is the, uh, what is, what type of meditation do you do? Is it like uh, breathing? Nikki does know the title. This one is, Anna, more, this is body in, scanning. In Sri Lanka, we used to call it Anapana Satiba. You know, it's like uh, yep. uh, you, you just focus on the inhaling and exhaling. Yeah. Your- exactly. In the Vipassana, for the first four days, that's all you concentrate on. Right. <laughs> but yeah. then after a while, you start doing body scans. So it's right. not TM, I know, because you're basically got no thought and you just body. But the one good thing about body scans I found was that when with exercise, body scanning is really beneficial because, you know, when you yeah got a stitch when you're running, yep. you just – I'd find myself a like body scan and go, right, so there's pain there. Don't feed the pain. You're in a bit of pain. Right, your, your legs are burning up because you're kind of running a bit. That's cool. All right, so you're That's noticing. supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're pushing yourself rather than this is fucked and I'm stopping. Right, right, just, right, right. Yeah. Because your body scan is weirdly enough, if, 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 you, if you've been meditating enough, you can body scan and go through your body where you're like – well, your head's aren't sore. Your hands aren't sore. Yeah. Your shoulders aren't sore. Yeah, your lungs are a bit sore. Your legs are a bit sore. Right. But where in your legs? Oh, well, it's probably my calves are a bit sore. What about your thighs? Thighs are fine. Yeah. Like, you scan all that, and it's almost like after five minutes, you're like, okay, well, this is just it. Well, I, I reckon parents will be keen to know, like, so how do you manage that with, with the kid around? Do you pick a point when she's sleeping or? No. Uh, yeah. Sometimes when you're out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had a moment. This is true. <laughs> Uh, the Comedy Festival Gala this year was at the... Uh, Palais. Palais. And there's a big car park down there in St Kilda. And, of course, it's a big gig. I felt I'd prepared, but I probably hadn't prepared like as much as I used to because you're a dad now and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm in the car park. I'm like, I'm going to do 10 minutes of meditation here yeah. because just to settle my brain. <laughs> and when I opened my eyes, there were two guys in a car that, that just pulled up and they're, like, looking at me going... Yeah. What's this man doing on his own in a car park? Right in the middle of the night. So breathing heavily. So TM TM is so easy in that sense where it's not like it, it, there's no struggle. It's just such a basic thing. It's just a I was explaining to Ben, it's like a mantra that you just say that has no meaning. The whole idea is that it has less meaning so that you can transcend into a calmer place much quicker, right? right. So and it thoughts are part of it. So if you have thoughts, you just go, yep, 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 and then you just go back to the matter. It's so basic, right? 
So I actually, uh, you'd meant to do 20 minutes in the morning when you wake up and then maybe 20 minutes when you're a bit short towards the afternoon. So like around four or five o'clock or whatever. And during the Logies, because I, I had been on no sleep, once we went into the, the, the first day right before we go to the main function, I'm like, I need to be fired up a bit. So I actually ducked out after the red carpet to the toilets and I was meditating until it hit me. Fuck, this looks so sus. This guy in a tuxedo goes into the dunnies and he's in there for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah. Comes out relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Energized. <laughs> <laughs> Energized. <laughs> so I kind of. Where's actually, that model? I knew I was sitting next to <laughs> the vape. It's, yeah, the vape. Mentoring by myself. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, oh, man, we should start wrapping up. Yeah, but I, I hate it. to let you go without asking you, do you have vices in terms of food? Like, do you have a type of food that you fucking like, if it's around, you're like, oh, fuck, here we go. Or are you a bit more in control of your uh, No, no, binge? no, there's still ones where, but oh, like, even things I think are healthy. I can't eat cashews anymore. And I know that sounds like everyone goes, oh, but that's, that's natural. I'm like, yeah, but I used to sit and eat a kilogram <laughs> of cashews <laughs> to the point my guts would be on fire because that's too much fat. Mate, that burn oh, the yeah, asshole as well. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck. And now it's almost like I have a handful of them and I'm like, oh, we're back again. Like I've, I've cooked my body on eating those things. Yeah, just, totally. I've, right, had, I've right. had too much of them. But then also like, yeah, I mean the usual one, chocolate. Like we got chocolate sitting at home and we'll get the organic chocolate from – the yeah. organic store that sixteen dollar chocolate. And you go. You really enjoy the taste. Then <laughs> is it yeah. good? Is there is there a ch- difference in taste with the organic chocolates? Well, I mean, you just it, eat it a lot nice. slower. I find that as well. You eat it a lot slower because you're like you're trying to savor it. Yeah, because you, you savor mm. it because you're like this. You know, this is sixteen bucks. Half of it goes to a, a good cause, mm. <laughs> and the other half you just sit there because it's like if it's lint or Cadbury, you just murder it. Like I sure. don't know. But yeah, if it's yeah. good, healthy organic chocolate, you just sit there and yeah, you suck right, on it. Right. Meditate. We talked a bit about it the last then, time, yeah, about conscious eating. Like, yeah. you know, if you're actually conscious of what you're putting in your body, you don't actually eat as much if, as if you just – like popcorn at the movies is the perfect example of food that you're just shoving in your mouth that you don't need. Like oh, you just – it's yeah, just yeah. – it's going. You're not even enjoying it anymore, but it's there, so you just yep. put it in. And weirdly enough, chicken twisties. Oh, oh yeah, right. What? The green, the green bags. I will hammer those. Like post gig as well. Just going to a Seven Eleven with a bloke on a Monday or Tuesday night after yeah. spleen comedy <laughs> on a Monday night. And just uh, especially, I've noticed when uh, you try new material and it dies in its ring, <laughs> and you're just like, I need a reward. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. A giant pack of chicken twisties. Oh, see, home. I'd love to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. And not the, yeah, I mean, I'm not above the cheese ones, but the chicken, that is right. <laughs> <laughs> apparently you're not alone. It's a secret uh, thing. A lot of people apparently, the, the unaccepted norm is that cheese twisters are the king, but there's a few people out there like you that are like, I oh, don't tell anyone. Do you know the new like one the that's just come, come out? Vegemite popcorn, which everyone's raving about. Oh, really? Uh, as in actual popcorn, or like twisties flavoured? No, no. No, actual popcorn, popcorn Vegemite. Popcorn. Sometimes with that, you're like, we can't cure cancer, but the amount of just variations <laughs> of food. Do you know what I mean? Someone you know, is, you someone know is sitting the there going, how do we beat popcorn? How do we beat it? It's, <laughs> it's not the same people working on cancer and popcorn. <laughs> it's different. They're like going, well, I could cure cancer, but fuck it. We need some Vegemite on this popcorn. <laughs> or you get a whole bunch of funding. I was like, no, we want to cure leukemia. Hang on. Vegemite popcorn. That's where everybody's going to go. <laughs> Sweet. Hey, Dave Thornton, thank you so much for coming. Yes, Is that, we're you. not exactly sure when this goes out, but the people can check out Beep Test. 
Yeah, it's the beef test on Fox Footy. Coming back. Yeah, coming back, baby. Um, So that's on Fox Footy throughout the AFL season. Yeah. You're going to be in Darwin and stuff like that? Darwin and Mackay, of all places. Mackay. Right. There we go. Um, Uh, But other than that, the major tour is all done. Yeah, that's it. Right, the new show. This is hard, but oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Just yeah, the Christ. cycle continues. I remember Tommy ribbing me on his radio show. He's like, did Tommy you, Little, did you have a kid to write new comedy festival show about it? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same reason you stay single. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, mate. Thank you. People can find you obviously on social media. Totally. Um, Dave thank- underscore Thorno. Hey, oh, can I ask what your uh, – oh, but that gives it – without giving the domain name, what's the email address that you use? Dave underscore Obehave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that set up, 1998 during uh, Austin Powers? Actually, you know what we need to do a shout-out for, Ben Lomas? Yes. You and I. Oh, very because- much so. You can do the shout-out. Dill, and if you want to come along, mate, by all means do. Yeah. Um, uh, ben and I uh, have our kids at the same daycare, Park right. Street Co-op. Great. In Brunswick. and uh, So for me, one of the things that I found really beneficial was that just I didn't think that my social life was going to be good because I was so used to being a fun, drunk guy. So even if it's like oh, flirting or yeah. even if it was like with mates or something, I was just so used to being a, the pisshead guy. Oh, he's the fun, drunk guy. Same. So I was worried that when I stopped drinking, I'm not going to be as fun sober. But turns out I'm a dickhead sober anyway. 